Welcome into the Art of the Dive FPL podcast. It's Nick. No one else is around except for Jim. Hey. Jim, welcome back to the podcast. Thank you, thank you. Good to be back. Two months hiatus, but I did my round around the country and ended up back here in Miami. So it's good to be back. It's good to have you back. We need someone to keep this podcast going besides myself. Jake apparently had to work even though he said he was available at this time to podcast. And Marco had a really shitty game week, so he's not going to be joining us because he's so embarrassed. All right, so with that, we're going to talk about how we did. But Jim, why don't you tell everyone how Marco did first? Because I think that's pretty funny. Well, so what most good FPL players do is they just captain Holland and they just kind of leave that. Marco decided to go with Salah. Try to get a little tricky here. So uh, he uh, he dropped pretty pretty far. Do you know exactly, Nick? Have you looked it up yet? No, he pulled a classic Jake move, though. He said that he forgot to oh. set the captain on Holland. Was he on a wild Unless card? Unless it doesn't work out. Yeah, he was on the wild card, so I don't know how you... Okay. Yeah, so he, uh, he, I think he was tinkering with his team, and he kind of was just messing around with it. and certainly saved uh, it. No, he, have you ever done that before? I don't I've know. I've never yeah. done that before. I see people on Twitter be like, oh, whoops, I thought I had it on this. It's like, how do you not confirm it or like refresh it? Just double check. Um... Yeah, that's a good question. Like, I think this time of year is very, very tough for Marco because he's incredibly busy and has a lot of, a lot of irons in the fire, as they say. But uh, there's really no excuses. So I'm, I'm guessing that he was trying to be a, like differential, and then it didn't work out, and was like, oh no, uh, well, I me. meant to captain Holland. I totally would have done that had I not known how to save my lineup on this uh, website. Played for six years. Come on. <laughs> yeah, so he dropped in rank pretty hard. Uh, right now he's sitting at overall uh, one point, almost 1.2 million. And I think he came into the game week at like 350k or 360k or something like that. I was I was looking at it because I was like, damn, Marco's pretty far ahead of me. And I, I passed him because uh, he messed that up. So good job by Marco. Uh, that's always a fun way to start the pod. Yeah. Too bad he's not on. Is there anything to, else to... we can make fun of him about since we're already going down this path? Anything else going on? Oh, well, I think I'm pretty sure he brought in Tiago Silva, which we could talk about as well. Oh I mean, God. that was like complete bullshit. I didn't, so I didn't see the play, but apparently he um, stopped a breakaway by like he messed up a tackle and then he dove and he handled the ball, right? And so like he... I think he got a yellow card for it, but there was some. Some people were saying he could have been sent off. And then he goes on and gets an assist for Chelsea's first goal. So it's just like, it was funny. It's classic Marco where it just like worked out for him. Yep. Sucks that he didn't captain Holland, but. That's his choice. That's that's not yeah. luck. That's just, you know, big mistake. So anyways, Thiago Silva is kind of like a random player that Marco brought in. Otherwise, his squad looks pretty template. He, he brought in a uh, big Dom Solanke. Oh my God. Uh, I love the, the, the conversation around that over the international break. Just love that. And then he's got Trippier, Madison, Sala, Mitrovic, Martinelli. So kind of your standard team other than maybe Thiago Silva and didn't do so hot this week. How did you do, Jim? I am on 84 points with Maddo to go. Captain Holland. I got Kane and Mitro. Uh, Bowen. Trippier with my returns, and I had Shar as my first on the bench, so that was unfortunate, but it's fine. Doing okay this week. Moved up to what am I at 260 right now. Okay, so nice. Yeah, I think you uh, your first place in our our little mini league, kind of in the group chat among the podcast hosts, right? You're damn right, You're damn right, I am, Nick. Nice. Well done. Thank you. Thank you. How long are you going to hold that spot for before you kind of like implode because you get too tricky? Uh, yeah, now that I have FPL review, it just prevents me from doing dumb shit. And that's all, all right. it takes to be good. Don't do dumb shit. Yeah, just follow the website and, and you'll have success. I am on 89 points, so I'm having a stellar week. Um, obviously, like I think 95% of us all captained Holland in the world. So, like, you know, it's great that he got as many goals and assists as he did, but it doesn't really make a difference unless you didn't captain him, which only an idiot would do. So, 
that worked out for me. I had Kane as well. He got uh, the penalty in the Arsenal game. I was glad that Arsenal beat Spurs because I don't really like that team. But it's, it's, it's good to see Kane get a return and then like nothing else because I, like I don't like that guy. Oh. He's a douche. He's He like he always does sneaky, dirty stuff. Like um, there's a compilation on YouTube out there where every time there's a, a long ball and he's in, in a position to receive it, what he does is he lowers his body and backs into the defender as they're jumping mm-hmm. so that uh, he can basically undercut them. But he does it in a way that like somehow doesn't look like a foul live yeah it makes it look action. like they jump over him so it's a yeah. foul on them and he hurts them and i i think it's an incredibly dangerous play to do that when someone's vulnerable in the air and going up for a header and and you're intentionally trying to undercut them so that they're landing uh you know like on their arm or on their head or something like that so, Got it. so you uh, hate i spurs generally just to... don't like the guy okay, just that's the only reason you don't like spurs yeah what what i do is i choose players that i hate and then I say, I don't like that player, and I don't like the entire team now. So uh, one bad apple spoils the bunch. Exactly. Uh, the the Diego Costa Chelsea years. I just had a extreme hatred for Chelsea. Oh wow! I didn't know you hated him. So that's you hate Wolves now too. Uh, does, did he actually get signed? I thought there was like. Diego Costa? He he, yeah, he played this week. He's on the team. Yeah, he played 30 minutes he this played? week. Yeah. <laughs> it's like 5.5. Great option. I don't know. Bring him in. Yeah. Uh, anyways, I digress. But yeah, I probably end up will. I'll, I'll, I'll end up hating Wolves here as well if he plays enough to, to get in people's faces. Did you see that Wolves sacked their manager today? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. That, I was kind of confused about that. Like, what did you expect? Your team is not good. Um, you you weren't good last year, like yeah. Their underlying data is terrible. Like it's, they're just not good, and they spent a lot of money. It, uh, yeah, it's basically just like Portugal two point except right? all the good players. Yeah, so I don't know. Tough break for that guy. I don't. Does it change anything in your mind for uh, Wolves Wolves as a FPL team? <laughs> Probably not. I mean, they get like that new manager boost, so like maybe now. I mean, I don't care. They're just so bad right now. No, I don't think there's anything to say about that. All right, um, I got to keep this moving. I'm doing a terrible oh, job fine. of hosting we're, the podcast. We're moving, we're moving along at our own pace. Um, let's see. So yeah, so I uh, I moved up quite a bit. Like I said, I'm on 89 points, and that feels good when I do well. And then I'll probably have a really terrible week next week, and then I'll feel like crap. Um, well, so I moved into the top one million. That's a it's a milestone for me. Hopefully, I can hold it there yeah, and, and nice not round number. lose rank. Uh huh. Uh huh. But you still got to try to win. The goal is number one. So I mean, don't don't. Uh, yeah, that I think we've talked about that. Oh, um, so just looking at my lineup, Bowen. I got to give you props. So you did tell me to go Bowen. Yeah. And usually you have terrible advice at, at player selection, but you did say Bowen. You're pretty hot on Bowen. That's because anytime I give advice and the player's good, people are just like, oh, that was me who made the decision. It wasn't you. But then if it's wrong, then they just fall back and blame me. So therefore, I only get credit when it doesn't work out. Yeah, I don't know about that. I think that what you probably do is like, you probably just like, give a lot of advice for a lot of different players okay and then you you probably pay attention to when your advice works out and then people pay attention when the advice is terrible yeah so that's why so I you have form to, your own your yeah, yeah i have to brag about but, when i'm right otherwise everyone else no one notices it and they just take credit for it well my my concern is that sometimes i feel like you're trying to sabotage my team by giving me <laughs> advice and then sometimes you pretend like you that was your plan all along. And so I never know if you give me good advice, bad advice, or sabotage advice. I mean, it's um, probably 50-50 at the end of the day. So Yeah, know. so like I just never know. So anyways, thanks for recommending Bowen. That, that actually was probably the biggest differential for my game week in terms of uh, moving up here. And also in the Newcastle game, I think Trippier and Shar both got subbed out before um, they got scored on. Yep. So I was looking at that and I was like, wait, did this not get updated yet? But no, they just got, they got subbed out. So that was pretty fortunate as well. Um, let's see. How's Jake doing? Should we look at Jake's oh team? Oh my God. He's so far down there. 
He's he's uh yeah, he's one of those teams this year that makes you feel good about yourself. He's currently um his OR is in 5.4 million. 5.4 million. <laughs> he has 423 points. He had a decent week with 70 so far. Looks like that's what he's going to end the end the week on. He still has Chilwell. Um, he's lucky he got that Cucurella injury. That was a terrible transfer and ended up working out. And then he, did he bring in Sun after the hat trick? Most of. I think that's what he does is a uh, player gets a hat trick and then he brings got it in. It, yeah, it. just like Holland. Got it. So, um, yeah, so that's just like a little update on Jake's team so we can all feel better about ourselves. I'm pretty sure he's in last place in every single mini league that he's a part of. So, you know, that's always a good thing when you got got a player like that in your mini league who you can say, well, at least I'm not as bad as Jake. Yeah, no matter what happens, it'll never be that bad. <laughs> all right, let's let's uh, let's take a look at our other, other stuff here. All right, so... Uh, <laughs> Oh, this is a good pod. Okay. All right, let's let's take a look at the Hive team. How are they doing? Do you have that pulled up? The Hive team is on 75 points right now. Captain Holland, because they're not dumb. They got De Bruyne, uh, eight points. Diaz with four. Trippier with seven. That's that's their main contributions. Uh, currently, their OR is 304K. Jeez. Yeah, you get the best, best and brightest in a, in a league together. And they, yeah. they have success, put their heads together, power and numbers, all that kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah, because it prevents people from doing dumb shit. That's all FPL is, is just like find the template and just do that. Don't do anything that's off template. Just wait. That's interesting. I mean, that's interesting. Everyone's just copying FPL review now. And that's why FPL is so hard. It's because everyone has the same team because they're just going with the same algorithm. Yeah, do you... So there is a question about that. And then people... So, so do do we want to talk about that yeah, one? Because people have been asking this question. All right. So, uh, this is from Harbor Boy. He asks, "Why do people keep saying FPL is boring because of Holland, Perma Captain, and other template picks? If it was easy, we would all be winning, but we aren't. So clearly, you still need to get the other fourteen players right." Um. So I think that's an interesting question because it is, um maybe feeling a little bit like there are players that you just have to have and you don't really put much thought into mm-hmm. it. You just kind of captain Holland and you have a few other template players. Do you feel like it's boring to play FPL for that reason? Um, I mean, you do get punished more for taking risks, that's for sure. But, and like the, you don't make many choices in a week, right? Usually you have like 12 players, you just choose one to bench and then you choose your captain and that's it for every seven days. So it's like if you lose the captain option, now it's just like who do I transfer and then who do I start, and that's it. So you're just taking away one of the three choices you have to make. So yeah. that's probably why it's not as exciting. There, yeah, the there is almost like no competition in these first few weeks with in terms of Hall and and a captain shout like. And and maybe that's part of why people are saying it's boring. But I I think you know sometimes the the fun is like in the other players that you can select and and um, it's in the differentials, you know, right? The Bowen, yeah, the you, Bowen you still have to have that awesome, yeah, the the skill and kind of the guts to take a risk and and things like that. Um, I mean, it's fun when you watch Man City bang six goals against Man United and Holland is like part of five of those but then it also kind of sucks because you're like well everyone captained him except for maybe like one yeah. person i had i captained um, holland and i had Cancelo, and after that game i dropped 30k so i mean that's where i'm like this is i don't understand how i can have two prime chelsea or city assets that return and then falling in rank it's just it's crazy the eo on them so i don't know just more decisions we're losing yeah, I can empathize with the sentiment of like it, it becomes a little boring if you don't, you know, you don't have a couple captain choices each week. Mm-hmm. You just kind of go with Holland. But I also appreciate that as like a non-skilled FPL player where some of the work is already done for me. And and like you said, I also use those computer models. FPL review is a pretty strong tool. And I think Holland is one of the players that's over overachieving, obviously, of his expected goals, but like one of the few premium assets right now that's over overperforming his expected points. And almost all of the other premium assets are not. 
So hopefully there's a little bit of like regression to the mean, if you will, for players like Sala and uh, KDB and Kane and Son. Like those guys have not. Isn't Kane have not done so Kane's well? Kane's like the second highest scorer in the game right now, isn't he? Not good enough though, no, is he? If you're not first, you're last. Yeah, right, Jim. We're all playing to be number one. We're not playing to be good enough. You got a point. He's forty points behind Holland. Second most points in the game. So if you're looking for another premium, Kane's probably the answer. Right. But then what do you go with your other forwards? Because then if you have Holland and Kane, who's that last spot? Tony? Uh, Mitro? Jesus? Diego Costa, probably. I don't know how many points you get for uh, biting other players, but he's got to be up there for contention of uh, league leader in that statistic. And I think that counts for a lot of FPL points. Yeah, let me know how that goes for you, bud. Don't bud me, pal. Okay, don't pal me, guy. <laughs> I hate when people call me bud. You ever use that in like your professional setting? Uh, it's like, thanks, bud. No, I don't. It's such a degrading term. I know. It's like calling you like a, a youth, like a child. Mm-hmm. So, no. Thanks, pal. Yeah. Thanks for bringing in those reports, buddy. I did it to you guys. You really smashed it. That's about it. Because you're trying to establish dominance exactly. in the social pecking Maybe order. Like a fool. So I can climb to yeah. the top like the cream of the crop. Yeah, all right. <laughs> Just let uh, that one sit. All right. Yeah. yeah. I like when you rhyme uh, when you're saying things. Um, Thank you. It's good. Thank you. Like baby carrots. Uh, baby, baby, okay, baby carrots. Yeah, that's a tough one. All right. Yep, yep. Where is this pot? What are we even talking about? Where is this gone? All right, so we got to cover the PSL Super League and the League. You dive. never answered so my just... question about the forwards. What's your? I just kind of let you go on a tangent, and then I was like, I'm just gonna kind of let this one die. On. But I mean, well, you could ask a million questions, and we could go on and on forever. That's fine. Let's do that. Yeah, we've been going for almost 20 minutes now, and this podcast is probably one of the worst we've ever been a part of. That's hard to say. We have some pretty pretty bad stinkers out there, Nick. <laughs> <laughs> it's in the bottom 20th percentile for quality of pot. I don't know about that one, bud. Yeah. All right. All right. Read the read the <laughs> Super League. Just fucking let's go. Come on, Jim. Well, Quit sabotaging I'm the podcast. I'm reading all this stuff. I don't know. I hate you. All right. I'll read it. Why? Because it's just like we gotta celebrate greatness. spam names like really quick. I don't know. All right, so I'll, I'll read PSL Super League. So this is uh, our league of our closest supporters, our Discord members and Patreon supporters get into this league each year. And so we'll read off the top five oh, not in this league. league from the PSL Super League. No, you have to be in the Patreon oh. to be part of the PSL. You're in the you league? You just get in. Uh, yeah, because I'm part of the Patreon. I pay pay my dues. You pay for this? Yeah, that's how they invited me onto the podcast in the first place. Oh, that's right. The check. What, you think I just got in on skill? Of course. Of course. What was I thinking? Because I was friends with you guys? No, no. I had to earn earn my way into the... I had to be like a platinum supporter yeah. to be part of the podcast. There you go. It, it will be $200 donations and you get a five-minute cameo. You can just say <laughs> you whatever can you can take over the podcast. Yeah. yeah. If you donate enough money, we'll just quit our jobs. There you go. Just close down the podcast. You can have yep. it. Have people rotatingly <laughs> just speaking about random stuff. Yeah. Uh, all right. So in fifth place, we got Fantasy Fanta Ball, managed by Connor Murray. In fourth place, we got the Art of the Hive team. In third place, we got the Teeth of Suarez, Potty Pod, another uh, biter. Uh, it'd be cool if Suarez and Diego Costa were back in the league and could just bite each other. Um, let's see. Second place, we got Z's All-Stars, managed by ZF. And then in first place, holding this week, at least for now, is the Kuyate Kid, managed by Matt Frisky. So Matt's doing well. Holding, holding, holding down first place, he's got... Oh, he's tied for first right now, so we'll see what uh, tomorrow brings. Monday, if you will, depending on when you're listening. All right, Jim. Yes. That's the Super League. Why don't you read out the top five of League Dive? This is our our open league where anyone can join. Open league. Top five. We got Connor Murray, 527. Art of the Hive in fourth. Uh, Teeth of Suarez is like the same people. Z's All-Stars, and then the Matt Frisky on top. This is like That was like the exact same five. Are you sure you didn't read off the um, PSL Super League a second time? That's exactly what I did, Nick. (laughs) 
Ah, it's been a few months. Oh, uh, the link's Everyone so wrong. Just no one updated the link. Give links. them a break. The link is is right. I just clicked on it. Okay, what is this link? Yeah, yeah, that one. All right, we'll, we'll delete it for you. All right, Jeez. all right. We got everyone, just, you know, give Jim a break. He's been off the game for a couple months, was traveling around the U.S. Got COVID. Doing his thing. Didn't want to be part got of the podcast for a few months. And now he's back, and he's reading the exact same league that I just read, because uh, clearly he's paying attention. Quality. Quality over content. <laughs> we should just delete this one. All right, so in fifth place in our uh, league dive, we have Reds Captain 8, managed by Elias Letonen. In fourth place, we have Walcott's Legend, managed by Timothy Thatcher. In third place, we have Where's Pookie, managed by Nick Persich. In second place, we have the Essex Wolves, managed by Paul Cooper. And in first place, we have the Chicken Runners, managed by Matt Ansel. So, well done, you people at uh, being good at FPL and joining a random league. Uh, You uh, individuals, you FPL Mm, players. All right. So that uh, brings me to a a question that I have for you, Jim, before we take a little break here. Yeah, bud. So we had a a lost in translation. Have you listened to any of the podcast episodes that we did recently? No. Okay. So we did a lost in translation segment. Bobby Love wrote in and he said, uh, the phrase is smash ya pasty. I'll type it in the the so you can see how it looks. Smash ya pasty. Like, so what do you think that means? And then try to use it as much as you can for the rest of the podcast. Smash ya pasty? Uh, it makes me think of like a pastry. Like you're going to like house a pastry. You're just going to like eat it really fast. That's what I would go with. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's that's a fair that's a fair guess based on the context. Okay. So we're we're uh, anytime that you're gonna try to talk about FPL for the rest of the podcast, you have to try to integrate that into what you're saying. So you say like, "Oh, Holland really smashed your pasty when he consumed Man United's defense and destroyed them and opened them up and just ravaged them with goals." Keep going, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. So that's kind of the example of how you have to use it. Okay, can you give me another example? Uh, well, it's so I already know what it means, and so this is like my fun little thing that I've been doing, where I made like Marco and Jake have to got it guess at what it means and then use it in context. Okay, and if you want, you can use a British accent, and everyone will make fun of you on the Discord. I don't, I don't know about that one there, bud. <laughs> All right, so. Um, we'll take a quick break and we'll come back and answer some questions and Jim will smash you pasty. Twenty-three ten. Oh five. That's what I was gonna say. How's it going? Good, how are you? Good, how are you? What's up? Doing alright? Yep. Smoked a bunch. That's all. That's <laughs> generally, I would say, like alcohol is probably better for the podcast than um, pot. Oh, I almost gave myself a terrible cramp. That was funny. I like when you read the the same league that I just read. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Good. Oh, it's going well. It's going well. Yeah. We can do a would you rather. Okay. Go ahead. What do you got? I put two would things. You rather? Five and six. I did forwards and midfielders. That's like people to talk about, like who you should have. Yeah. Yeah, we'll get there. Okay. I just, we kind of talked about Holland's. Um, let's just uh, like, we'll go with uh, that one. And then we can talk about that after those questions. Okay. Works for me. I sent you guys this one, the um, would you rather. It was, would you rather have to give 10 minutes of the first part of a blowjob or the last 10 seconds? Oh, yeah. It's the last 10. (laughs) (laughs) Why? It's either 10 minutes or 10 seconds, basically. 
uh, probably like five minutes or ten seconds. The average time, I would say, yeah. Yeah, but uh, the, the, the parameters are ten minutes, so you have to imagine like a BJ lasting ten minutes plus. What if it lasts six minutes? Like ten minutes and ten seconds. Well, then it's not part of the would you rather. It's not part of the realm of possibilities. Yeah, it is. It's not. It, that's not how would you rather works. You can't be like, well, would you rather eat steak or chicken? Well, I'll just eat shellfish because uh, th- th- that's another food. Yeah, I mean, what if it's not? What if it's not steak? What if it's uh, ground beef? There you go. That's what you're doing right now. Good. All right, you ready to yeah, go? Let's get back in it. All right, welcome back. Uh, this has been a real worm burner of an episode, a barnstormer or whatever they call it. Um, I think you mean like 24. That's not even right. All right, welcome back. We're going to try to close out this podcast as quickly as possible. Just kind of, you know, have it be a quick burner. Okay. Subject you to as little pain as possible. I was trying to think of like a funny thing to say, but I couldn't. My my brain was just blank. You just blank. paused for like ten seconds. Well, what am I supposed to if do? You're to hosting, say like you random can't words? Just like stop talking. Four, six. Asking questions. I don't know. <laughs> All right, Jim. You're not helping this podcast. Being being in yeah. Just well said. Yeah. Well said, bud. Yeah. All right. Yeah, see, I, I'm just going to close it out. I'm just going to be done, I think. Oh, come on. You're turning me into a Jake. Good. We need more Jakes in the world. No one's ever said that before. All right. Welcome back to the rest of the episode. We're just going to finish up here with a few questions that we got through Discord. Um, so, first question, Jim. I guess at this point, obviously Holland is in all of our teams and we're all captaining him unless we're somehow like uh, not paying attention to our teams or somehow we just had a, a little uh, lapse in judgment. So anyways, given that situation, do you think we need another city attacker? Um, I mean, well, Foden just had a hat trick. So I think everyone's going to just that's this whole week of content is all the creators are going to be like, is Foden essential? Do you have to have Foden? And I mean, yeah, Sure. Yeah, I think you could, but the fixtures are getting tighter, which means more rotation. Um, I don't know. I, usually Mares plays against bad teams right on the right. Um, Foden could still play, I guess. I don't know, man. I So in the next three, they have Southampton, Liverpool, and then at blank. Um, so is would you bring in Foden maybe like in 13? Yeah. Yeah, I think after the blank, or would that you makes sense. bring him in right away because he's going to price rise because everyone's going to jump on him? Nah, or I think you just hope he gets rotated and you wait. That's uh, that's how I'm going to play it. I don't know. It doesn't seem like it's worth it to like rush on to someone who's going to blank in two weeks, especially if you have Holland and Cancelo. And now you have three guys on your bench who don't play in twelve. Uh, that's can't do that. Can't do that. That's fair. I think you know you have to look at your team structure if you have i don't have Cancelo. i wild carded him out wow so i only have holland so i I might consider bringing in another city attacker based on the price range um grealish was looking hot like both physically and uh playing today um he was like all over man use defense yeah in 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 the beginning part of the game he was very effective like from an eye test perspective, obviously he didn't get a hat trick, so like the the points kind of mute. He had but, no returns. Um, yeah, I'm I'm not saying like bring him in. I'm not saying bring him in, bring but him in. the the problem for me is that Man City have so much depth, and anyone can have a hat trick outside of Holland in that game, um, or like can get returns. It could have been a Bernardo show. It could have been Goondoggy show. Mares, anyone. Uh, I don't think there's a one single person outside of maybe KDB who's going to take a lion's share of the FPL points is kind of what I'm Would thinking. Would you rather have KDB or Kane? I think I'd rather have Kane. Why? Even though he undercuts players and he's an asshole. That's how you get points. PKs. I think just Kane is like the focal point 
for the Spurs attack. He's on the PKs. And Holland is always going to score goals um, and ha- be that kind of volume player for City. So uh, I just, I can't, I don't they know. Have one Looking other at how the points would be distributed, I would go with one City and, and one Spurs player in terms of premium assets. Kind of like we, we talked about before too, like Kane is second highest scoring player in yeah, in the game. In the league, right? Yeah, so, I kind of feel... I and there's, like, so many midfield options. Like, like everyone has Andres Pereira as a budget option. Then it's, like, Martinelli and Zaha are probably going to be essential picks. Um, then you have Matto, Bowen, Foden. I mean, even Rashford in a couple weeks once his fixtures turn, playing the nine right now. That's that's a lot of options. So if you move away from uh, KDB or Sala to go to two-striker system, I think you can definitely find good players... Do you think Holland is going to get rotated ever? Like they were talking about that preseason and now he's like played every single game that they've had and hasn't looked like he's needed a rest or yeah. or needed to be subbed they're out. They were by five goals today and they made a Pep made all his subs and Holland wasn't one of them. He's done it a couple times now where he's getting a ton of minutes and like Holland's a young guy. I think Pep said that he's he recovers a lot faster than a lot of other players, so he's not going to be a priority to sub off. Just seems I don't know. It seems contradictory to what was coming out from kind of those initial press conferences. Yeah, but they're always the news about bringing Holland in and and having him kind of be that's all coach part speak. of the rotation. It's just coach speak. They're just saying stuff. Just don't listen yeah, to it. They don't provide any insight. It's all just boring just garbage. They just say nothing. Listen and... to it when it's right, and then know when it's false. Exactly. It's kind of like giving advice. Yeah, listening to Jim for advice. It... All you do is coach speak all i'm saying is jake stopped listening to me this year and he's 5.5 mil so i hope you can appreciate the work i did to get him up to like wait no no you convinced him to sub out uh holland right no on a maybe he, he did a, hard to say yeah you did he he did a game week three wild card so he wild carded uh two weeks into the season and he he got rid of holland because you you told him to i'm pretty sure you like convinced him to go to KB, kdb uh, instead of holland that's neither confirmed nor denied nick so we'll just keep it moving from there <laughs> um he's like a very easy easy target to manipulate so is it bad of me um, is it like picking on the stupid kids it's pretty evil okay. yeah no it's just pretty evil it's pretty funny for me as an outside observer and for everyone else kind of just witnessing it but yeah. yeah i enjoy that a lot all right let's move on to the next question so this one's more topical related to uh, florida not fpl um i don't know if anyone knows where florida is outside of like a few handful of people but emma writes in she she asked do people in florida believe in climate change and since you're you're uh, familiar with florida what would what do you think no chance we had like a high of 76 and a low of 73 that's like the climate doesn't even change during the day it's just static and warm all the time in miami the hurricane went right around us it just did a loop around us then it went up and hit jake a little bit at the end there (laughs) yeah it's pretty crazy like a pretty strong storm that hit luckily jake was okay he said they did they did close down the bridges in jacksonville for for a little bit of time because the wind was so strong and um but but overall he did okay didn't have like damage to his house and didn't have the storm surge that other places were seeing um and appreciate all the 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 warm messages that we got in the discord jake was very he was enamored with with people's response because because usually he just thinks like uh people just think i'm the idiot of the podcast but a lot of people were sending messages over the discord so appreciate that um yeah florida is an interesting place i would say it's like you can't i guess you can't convince people that that something bad is happening they just live with like hurricanes over and over and over again and they just get stronger each year and people are just like yeah, that's, that's normal all the time yeah uh, it's fun it's fun fun times living down here yeah but no state income tax so you know that's true it's life's all about balance yep yep hurricanes or income tax tough tough decision <laughs> all right next question uh we already kind of covered the the holland question so i'm gonna skip that oh. one but i'm gonna i'm gonna talk about bobby love's question here he says i fucked up he thought he'd captained holland but pulled a marco and captain kdb uh-huh. not really a question 
But now we have two people who can join the ranks of, of being complete nonces. I don't know if I'm using that right, but uh, they really smashed the pasty on this one. And not in a good way. Like, smash the stinky pasty. Is it, was that... Isn't that still good, though? We, we, there was... Uh, we did a Lost in Translation uh, about ten minutes ago. Yeah. Where you were supposed to use smash your pasty yeah. as much as you yeah. could in the second half of the pod. So far, you're on a zero for zero count. So, I was just helping you out there, throwing it, throwing it back to you, trying to remind you that you gotta use the smash your pasty. Um, Plus, I just love that saying. Yeah, yeah. And Bobby Love wrote in. So, he, he smashed... Uh, bad pasty. Maybe he didn't smash your pasty. I feel like no matter the quality of the pasty, if you smash it, it's probably you're doing good. Yeah, I think he dropped the pasty on this one. So, Bobby, that's a bad job by you, uh, you and Marco. Um, it's funny. I think they're fast friends. They're like, you know, people who who like to hate on each other. Yeah. But it's like you know, keep your enemies close and your friends closer. Yep. Is that the saying? That's what they say, Nick. That's what they say. <laughs> All right, so uh, that wasn't really a question, Bobby, but thanks for writing in anyways. We always enjoy uh, a good laugh. Your question was as good as your, your captain shout, so <laughs> at least, uh, you know. Like I said, if you want to be the Jake of, of the PSL Super League, um, that's that's always helpful for me as a person who's not messing that up, my captain choice. And, I, I, you know, you're, you're appreciated. Even if you're not successful, you're appreciated. So looking at our, our, our last remaining questions, we, we wanted to talk a little bit about forward options um, in these next few game weeks. So, I mean, obviously, Holland is a lock. And then we have some interesting options, I guess, in terms of you have budget forwards you could go with or you could go with another premium like Kane or uh, you could go with two budget options in Holland. So. Right now, Jim, what are you thinking in terms of um, team structure in these next few game weeks? Are you going to, in in terms of Tony, Mitro, Jesus, Bamford, Martial, do any of those players look interesting to you? Are they on your team already? What's your plan? Yeah, so right now I have Holland and Kane, um, and then Mitrovic, who picked up his a knock during the international break, only played like 30 minutes, got yield card, it's all zero-pointer. Um, it doesn't seem like it's too bad, so he'll probably play next week. And I, so I think I just kind of have to hold Mitro, and that's my front three. Um, I was thinking about going to Bamford in, like, game week 12 um, just because that's when his fixtures turn, and he should be fit enough where he's starting again. Um, so I'm, that's kind of like a sleeper pick I'm keeping an eye on. Uh, Jesus has been crushing it. After game week 12 when they blank, I might, might bring him in as well. So those are the two ones I'm interested in. I just can't go with any Man U players. I just feel like there's going to be a lot of rotation. I'm not. I just don't trust them with anything. But I think there's points to be had, for sure. Yeah, I don't know. Martial's kind of one of those fringe players where he may come on for an appearance. I mean, he like banged a a PK goal. He, he got a couple goals right in some garbage time, uh, but that's not going to happen every week. I I like the Bamford pick potentially if Leeds can kind of turn it around. It seems like they started hot. And then they've cooled off as the season has progressed. And I don't know what that's about or if it's just kind of like they had an easy run of fixtures at the beginning of the season. But I, I, me, uh, Tony is an interesting player as well. Like I would strongly consider to having Tony if I could afford him. But Mitro is in my team right now and I'm just going to go with him. I, I did read that the, the injury wasn't super severe and they kind of pulled him as the game was already out of reach. And so... Um, hopefully that's not a major concern moving forward with Mitrovic, but that will be something we'll have to monitor and see kind of as the, the pressers come this week, if, if he's, you know, in, in practice and part of the lineup. So any, any thoughts on, on kind of, um, any other forward options or those kind of the, the main ones? Is there anything, anyone we're not considering any kind of like out of left field, deep sleepers? I mean, Tony has a lot of points. We didn't talk about him. Um, and their fixtures are fine. I don't think they're great, but um, their goals are pretty spread out. Uh, being on pens, it helps a lot, but I don't know. I, I, that's one where I'm kind of on the fence. So I don't know if I, I want to do it. So according to FPL Review, Tony is projected fourth most of all forwards behind Mitrovic, Holland, and Kane. And then um, 
Solanke is another player that's been very popular as of late. I think his price tag is kind of the reason that he's been so popular, but he is projected fifth highest among forwards over the next five game weeks. And then uh, Watkins. Um, so any anything about Watkins or Solanke that, that draws your attention or are those kind of uh, misprojected forwards? Villa's, Villa's attack is a little too spread out and there's too many good attackers that you know I don't trust them they get 90 minutes every week so I'm really not interested in Watkins um, and Solanke I think is a player that their view has always been kind of bullish on even though the numbers aren't there to back it up in my opinion um, so that's kind of someone who I've since game week one have been putting in the exclude from squad list when looking at a fair review so I see that's I, do you think that's ever going to come back to bite you no I mean I don't know. Like, do you have, if you had Solanke starting for you, are you like expecting points? Do you feel good about that? I don't think so. Especially with the new coach, I feel like they're playing a lot more defensively now. They go zero zero against Brentford this week, one uh, one yeah. against Newcastle, and then game week seven, my computer froze. Sick. Oh, they beat Nottingham three two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Just watching Bournemouth play, like. I don't really want anyone on that team in my FPL squad. I think the price tag for Solanke could be interesting as as like a bench player. Like I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to start him. Um, but maybe you know moving Solanke in could could allow some flexibility in my lineup. I don't I, think he's. I kind of like good. I I was just saying like I kind of like Kane and Holland as my two premiums, and um, I can work with Mitrovic unless he you know has long-term injury then I'll consider someone else but that's kind of where I'm at yeah I think that's smart Solanke being like 5-7 instead of you know like a 4-5 like 1.2 is a lot of money that you could like put that in your back yeah. line that can stretch you a long way and I don't think the production is there where it's like worth saving the money for a player you don't like all right so we got the forward sorted Let's move on to the midfielders and and just talk about a few kind of options moving forward here. So we've got rank these midfielders: Madison, Bowen, Martinelli, Foden, and Rashford. How would you rank them from from top to bottom? Who's who's your favorite of those five, and who's your least? Um, I mean, if we're looking at like value wise, like Martinelli is a season hold. Um. So that's important. And Rashford being cheaper is nice, but I don't trust his minutes right now. And he's just coming back from injury. So he's probably towards the bottom. Uh, I'd probably go Maddo 1, Foden 2, Bowen 3. Okay. Yeah. And Martinelli is, is I think the outlook is more positive right now because I, I just saw Smith Rowe has groin surgery or something like yep. that. So he's going to be out for the next one, two months. So Martinelli... You know, pretty nailed. There was always that concern there would be some rotation, but it looks like Martinelli's going to be nailed moving forward, and they he's just a pretty good value play. Um, FPL Review has over the next five game weeks Bowen as the fifth highest midfielder. What about uh, Zaha? That's not on the list, but he's the second highest projected midfielder. Yeah, I think everyone um, has to have him. I think at at what is he seven two seven one. 7.3 oh, right wow, okay. now. But still cheaper than a lot of those other options, and he's on Pence. That's always a big deal. So yeah, get him in. What are your, what are your thoughts on Trossard? Is is he worth a shout, or is he just a player that, that we will inevitably just point chase because of this you know recent hat trick and the recent form he's been on? So Brighton have uh, three, play, three midfielders in the top. What is it, like seven or eight midfielders? Trossard is the second highest. Gross is fourth, and then McAllister is like eighth down there. Um, so I think their attack is just spread out. I think if you everyone goes Gross, and then Trissard kind of steps up, and um, I don't know. I think it's it's too spread out of an attack where I don't want to pick one guy, right? What's the new manager bump? The I can't remember the dude's name, yeah. but you know his first game in charge. They tie Liverpool. Trossard gets a hat trick. So isn't that just like? The trend will continue that Trossard will bang a hat trick every week. That's how it works. Numbers, math. Is is he a player, Trossard? Is he the player that you've been trying to convince 
Jake to bring into a squad for the entire season and Jake has been resistant? Or is that the one where Jake just continually talks about Trossard and never brings That's, him in? It's the second one. It's He just won't okay. shut up about Trossard whenever he scores, but then he never actually has him <laughs> in his team. And then he blames us for why he doesn't have him. So I just keep yelling at him to put him in his team so he can just stop blaming us all the time. Pretty funny, uh, yeah. I I don't know what the underlying stats look like for Trossard. I think in the Liverpool match, Brighton's underlying statistics were, were fairly low in terms of their expected goals, and they maybe got a little bit lucky. I think Liverpool look pretty stinky right now, so um, he's not a player, maybe a player that I'd have on my watch list at this point, but I don't know that I will uh, be bringing him in. I hope Jake brings him in, though, and he just... Uh, that's nothing. You know, falls off the yeah. The map. Jake falls from five. Yeah, that would be pretty funny. To six million. <laughs> Hanging out with all those dead teams. Yep. The teams with Ronaldo still as their striker. All those good guys. Yep. The bots. That's good. <laughs> Poor guy. Poor all guy. right, and then uh, defenders. I mean, what do we? What do, what do we even do with defenders? I feel like all of the premium options who even did well at the beginning of the season are just like nowhere to be found like trent like what's going on there like he's not only underperforming in fpl he's just looking real shit right now so i don't know yeah i don't even know what we do about well, liverpool that. just aren't looking good and everyone likes to blame no. trent i don't know why he's the scapegoat there's a lot of other issues but it is what it is so i'm kind of avoiding liverpool because it's you don't pay that 7.5 for you know a team that doesn't get clean sheets and he's actually losing points for goals conceded like in the past they've been as good as man city underlying stats wise but this year that's not the case so i think we we don't go with any Liverpool assets uh trippier is nailed in everyone's team Cancelo, james probably are the other two that i i think most people would have um and then i guess you just use whatever money you have less to do some rotating 4.3 defenders if you need them yes so uh the name comes up. Um, I don't know how to pronounce his name. Is it Gahey or something like that? For what? Crystal Palace. Sure. There's oh. Gahey, Anderson, the center uh, back, yeah. Mitchell. Yeah, you know Crystal Palace, the team in the Premier I just League. That's called Mark Eagle. Guy. Huh? That's what I call him. Oh, Mark Guy. Yeah, you okay. Got that yeah. Anyways. Um, <laughs> all right. Uh, so, anyways. Any thoughts on him? I think, didn't you say you were kind of hot on Anderson? Because he's like a tall, blonde Danish guy. Yeah, I mean, he's hurt now, so that's not great. But Guy had just as good underlying stats last year, if not better, than Anderson. So, I mean, I think they're both options. But Anderson's been luckier this year in, as, in a, as terms of what chances he's getting. Um, but, I don't know, they're just cheap options. I think you just go with a 4.3 over is Anderson 4.6 now or is he still 4.5 4.5 I believe okay. at this time yeah. I mean I'm, I have too many Crystal Palace players in my team I have Zaha Gay and then I'm gonna pick up uh, their goalie this week probably drop Pope I'm just I don't want to pay that much for a, a goalkeeper gotcha I see okay well that's good to know triple crystal that's always good, right? Triples are Triples best. Triples are best. Doubles are safe. Um, what about uh, uh, Spurs' defensive assets? I think that's maybe the other team. And coming up in FPL um, review. Yeah, yeah. They're like have three three defenders in, in the top ten in Perisic, Dyer, and Romero. Um, I have Perisic and Romero in my squad currently. Um, I didn't play them this week, but I probably plan to play them here in the upcoming fixtures. Do you do you have any feelings about Spurs defenders, defensive assets at all? I think the budget, like the the price points of those players, allows maybe some flexibility in your lineup. Mm-hmm. Any thoughts otherwise? I mean, Spurs are pretty solid defensively, but uh, I don't know. Rotation with the wing backs. I guess you could go. Dyer would probably be my favorite of the bunch. Uh, Why is that? Just because he's the most goal threat and he's the most nailed, um, which is uh, what you kind of look for. Um, Fofana is someone I'm interested in, and then Gabriel for Arsenal is also always an interest. I got to check the underlying to see if Saliba's kind of caught him in terms of opportunities, but 
from watching, it definitely seems like Saliba's very involved in the attack when he can be. So I was just looking at Spurs players. I really hate Romero. Like he's one of those players that makes me hate Spurs. Right. So he plays he plays super hard. Um, and that. I don't discredit him for how he plays. It's more like he will scream in, in players' faces after a play, or he'll he'll. It's not so much dirty, but he's just one of those players that that gets in people's faces after the plays. He'll go in really hard for tackles, and then like scream at guys to get up, like they dove or something. And and that really bugs me. Um, so I'd like to see someone like two foot him, but he's also in my FPL team. And it's kind of it's it's a hard thing to grapple with. Um, same thing with Dyer. He was a player that uh, I was thinking of bringing in on my wild card, but I just said to myself, Eric Dyer went into the stands to try to fight someone to protect his family uh, as a player. Yeah, yeah, protect his family from being called like douches or something. Yeah, he went into the fans to try to to confront you think, a guy. Like you hate Spurs um, players because of Kane, and then it kind of like the virus branched out, and that's why you start hating these other players for doing these things. Um, yeah, it's possible. I think I I think that they, in their own right, they have all deserved my hatred. I think they've all done something wrong. It's good. I think I think deserving. this world needs some more hate. So I'm glad that's something you're you're bringing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm I'm happy that I can do that for the world. Just add to the the ether of hatred that's out there. No, I I just don't like Spurs. I think that the the Chelsea, the game that they tied Chelsea, they kind of got away with a couple of really like shady situations and then they're just players like, "Yeah, we earned that one. We're so good." So, I just I can't get behind that team. Plus I think Antonio Conte is probably a vampire. And that kind of just freaks me out in general. Like, I don't think that's a reason to hate Spurs, but you, why would you have a vampire as your manager? Why why not just have, like, a normal person or, like, Van well, Helsing? experience. I don't know. I think you learn a lot over a couple hundred years, you know? Benefit of the doubt there. <laughs> He's just in the locker room like, the game has changed so much since I was <laughs> yeah, born the into the two, world three, in five. 1000 BC. <laughs> yeah. We used to have to shoot the ball through the, the holes in the the rocks in the caves that we were living in that's my uh, antonio conte impression Good. i like it very transylvania-esque <laughs> yeah all right well that's good that's, that's oh, i got that impression in there that was an important part of the podcast yeah. so any any uh any last smash your pasties you want to use in context um not really no nope um gonna be a no yeah all right bud well you tried your best you'll get them next time follow us on twitter at dive fpl uh we maybe have an instagram i don't know we don't have a website anymore that that we didn't pay the membership this year uh probably like three years ago i think i wrote one article and that's kind of all we did nice for the the that's usually how our work Um, goes yep lot a lot of motivation and creativity at the outset and then we just kind of slow burn into a sad yeah sad death yep all right uh download our podcast wherever podcasts are found unless marco can't figure out how to get the podcast onto uh the apple podcast um uh, whatever that's called so (laughs) oh man listen marco's the one who sucks not me i just don't know what it's Uh called yep that sounds great all right, I'm Nick. Hi, Nick. How you doing? Jim says, I'm Jim, and remember, Smashy you should die. Hey. There we go. <laughs> <laughs>